Hello everyone, blessings in the name of Jesus. Today we will talk about something that is um, not everyone wants to talk about it. It's about maintenance, how we have continual cleansing and correcting. We know that maintenance is a part of daily life that we cannot deny or neglect. If we deny or neglect maintaining something, then it will become broken at a certain period of time. So it is with our spiritual life also. Even in the physical, we learn that maintenance is happen every day. As we maintain even our skin, maintain our hygiene, maintain our cars, our house, it happens every day. And so likewise also in the spiritual, it also happens continually. So let's see from 2 Timothy chapter 3, verse 10, we will see the advice that Paul is giving Timothy, his spiritual son. And this is towards the end of Paul's life. So he really means that this is the things that he needs to let Timothy know that Timothy can finish the journey, the race, well. Let me read from verse 10. Now you followed my teaching, conduct, purpose, faith, patience, love, perseverance, persecutions, and sufferings, such as happened to me at Antioch and Iconium and at Lystra, what persecutions I endured, and out of them all the Lord rescued me. Indeed, all who desire to live godly in Christ Jesus will be persecuted, but evil men and impostors will proceed from bad to worse, deceiving and being deceived. So this is the first that Paul is telling Timothy, you know, in the beginning of chapter 3, Paul is speaking about the condition of the world, that in the last days, difficult times will come. It's even more difficult in maintaining a pure faith. But in spite of these difficult times, the first thing that we need to get it in our heart, Paul said, don't be afraid of suffering. He said, you followed my teaching, you followed my conduct, you know my purpose, my faith, patience, love, perseverance. But not only that, my life is not only just glam and good, but you also followed the persecutions and sufferings that happened to me, says Paul. How I endured persecutions. So this is what every one of us, the people of God, need to know that in this last day, we need to be prepared, firstly in our heart, that we must not fear of suffering. Because in order to get into the kingdom of God, we have to go through what is called suffering. The question is, do we want to suffer now 
or we want to suffer later in the great tribulation. And Paul is saying, indeed, all who desire to live godly in Christ Jesus will be persecuted. This is a strong statement. This is a statement that is so sure. He said, indeed, truly. And even Jesus himself said, if you want to follow me, you have to take up your cross. That means we have to be ready to endure sufferings. And he says, but evil men and imposters will go from bad to worse, deceiving and being deceived. So this is what's going to happen in the last day. That the separation will be more manifest between the evil and the righteous. There will be a polarization. The evil man will go from bad to worse. And the righteous will be more holy and holy. So we cannot avoid the separation. We cannot maintain our status quo. Just want to be the same, want to be alike. We don't want to stand out. But this is the word of God that says we have to be prepared. And then continue on in verse 14 and 15. You, however, continue in the things you have learned and become convinced of knowing from whom you have learned them and that from childhood you have known the sacred writings which are able to give you the wisdom that leads to salvation through faith which is in Christ Jesus so after we should not fear suffering Paul said you have to continue you have to hold on to the truth what you have learned, what you have become convinced of, what you have known from the sacred writings, from the scriptures that we now have. Because Paul says that this word of God is able to give you the wisdom to lead you to salvation. Salvation through faith in Christ Jesus. So eventually, it comes down to our relationship with the Word. It's not about our relationship with all the people, but how is your relationship with the Word, which is God Himself? Many times in the counseling, when people are being weighed down with problems, burdens, painful sufferings. They want people to help them. And it's, it's really true. God is telling us that we are sheep. We are to be together with the body of Christ. But those things are only helping us to get into the Word. Unless we get into the Word itself unless we get in touch with God and that is truly the purpose of the suffering that we go through which is by the sufferings we become closer to God we become more dependent on God 
So it comes down to our relationship with the word. Only the word can give you the promises of God. Only his word can give you the strength to endure. And only his word and his promises, you will get joy. And this joy will sustain you through everything that we have to endure. So in this thing, let's see now number one. We continue in verse 16. This is talking about the source. How we have the maintenance. The first thing is we need to have the source. Let me read from verse 16. All scripture is inspired by God and profitable for teaching, for reproof, for correction, for training in righteousness. So the source is the scripture. And God is saying all scripture is inspired by God. Now that we have our Bible, that is what we receive. And this scripture which is in our Bible, all of it, is inspired by God. The word inspired by God means it's God breathed. It's divinely inspired, divinely breathed in. So when you read the word, when we come to the word, we feel that the breath of God is breathing into our being. And for that to happen, we cannot just read the word just like, okay, I'll read it. Okay, I know all the facts and that's it. We close the book. It's not only that, but we need to give your mind, your heart, your focus and give your time. And just surrender yourself to God and say, God, I need your word. I need to receive something from you. And when it says God breathed it, we see the word breathe, the breath of God, is a picture of the Holy Spirit. So when we come to the word, when we come to the source, this is the source of our maintenance. Without this source, our life journey can be wrecked along the way. So when we come to the source, we come to the word, we ask, Holy Spirit, help me to understand. And Holy Spirit is the helper. He will help us to remember. He will help us to understand what does it mean. And then we need to pursue God. When we read his word, we meditate on it. We need to pursue him with the question, Lord, what is your message to me today? Lord, I need your message. And nowadays, in these days, we are being flooded with messages with information from the world. We can spend hours and hours updating ourselves with what is happening. 
But number one, we need to be established in the source. I really truly believe that this is the key to our victory. When we commit to a certain time in our day, in the morning, at night, we commit that time to come to the source and get the word breathed into us. We need his breath, we need his life. And then the second, it says, uh, continuing that this scripture, which is inspired by God, is profitable for teaching, reproof, correction, and training. So we'll see the second point is about the process. The process is about this scripture will give you, it's profitable to give us teaching. What is teaching? What does it mean? It's about doctrine. Teaching about this is what is good, this is what is right. And this is what is not good. So we have to know that. <clears throat> Just like when you are growing up as a parent, one of the main concerns of parents is to send their children to the best education they can give. They don't want to send their children to the, you know, the education place that is questionable. Because this is very important, how to equip the, our children so they can have a good future. And in order to equip them with the best education, it takes years and years and years. And it takes a lot of money. And we invest because we know that those things are very important. So likewise, the process that we have here in our spiritual life is very important and we need to invest in time. That is why this is a continual thing. Number one, the scripture is profitable giving us teaching, doctrine. Without teaching, we become someone who is don't have knowledge and that's not a good place to be and the second one the scripture is profitable for reproof the word reproof that means a trial in order to prove that by which a thing is proved or tested so the scripture the word of god is profitable for reproof that means sometimes we have to go through suffering. Sometimes we have to go through fire in order to test. Do you really have faith? Do you really believe me in this? Even though the circumstances, even though the situation is going down, is going worse. Do you have faith that God's plan is good for your life? So, suffering is part of the process to prove our faith, to prove our endurance. And the third thing, the word of God is profitable for correction. Correction means straightening up again. So what is maybe bent, now we have to straight it up again. 
And if you know, uh, that's what happened with trees. Sometimes uh, the farmer, the gardener wants to have a certain uh, shape. So they need to train the tree to straight up. Maybe in a certain direction, they need to train the tree. And that takes time. This sometimes talks about the inclination of our hearts. We want always to go astray. Our hearts want to, maybe we are curious. I want to check that thing. I want to check this thing. And sometimes those curiosity can lead us astray. But the word of God is the one that always brings us back. Come on, go back. This is the road. This is the way. You have to go back. And in order for this to happen, we need to have a heart that is willing to receive correction. And this is what we learn very well. Uh, uh, given example to us by King David. He was willing as a king to be corrected by a prophet, by a small prophet. And even also Moses. Moses was willing to be corrected by his father-in-law. So it's important to maintain our heart in such a place where we are open to correction. Even we want to be corrected. And the last one, the scripture is profitable for training. Training means education, training of nurture of children. This also means training, also means discipline. Being chastised to discipline. When you are being a children, you are ready and it's the time to educate with discipline. And this is what the word of God will do to us. This is what God will always bring us into. And God says, do not become weary. Do not become faint when you are disciplined by God. So in order to know what is God's discipline in everything that we endure, in everything that happened in our lives, it's very important to ask God, what is your message through the things that happened to me? What do you want to tell me? Is there anything that I need to change? Is there anything in my life that I need to repent of? So, these things we need to come to God and ask Him and not just go by with trying to find solution to our problems. As fast as we can, we want this problem to be over. But we neglect what is the message? What is heaven's message through the things that happen to us. And the third thing is the goal. So we have the source, we have the process, and we have the goal. 
Let me read from verse 17. So that the man of God may be adequate, equipped for every good work. So Paul is telling Timothy, his son, his spiritual son, that you need to be equipped. You need to become complete. So the word adequate means entirely suited. Complete in accomplishment. Ready. And this is our part. God has called you and not me with a calling, with a mission. He appointed you to go and bear fruit. But our part is to prepare ourselves to be ready to be used by Him. Maybe for some of you, it means that you have to go to Bible college. Maybe some of you, you just need to spend more time with God. Maybe some of you, you go to all different kind of majors in the university. Maybe you go into business also. But in order to accomplish, be complete in your calling, you need to make yourself ready in faith, love, and hope. And it says, equipped for every good work. Equip means to furnish completely, to complete time. Wow. I pray that all of us will be found ready and complete. Equipped. When God says, now it's the time. Now it's the time for me to launch you. And what happened if God says, now it's time, but you are not ready. That's so sad. When we are found to be not ready, that's why let's cry out to God, God, continually, Lord, cleanse me. Just like the light in the tabernacle in the house of God, that lamp stand with the seven burning lamps. It needs to be regularly cleaned. And God even tells them to make the tongs to clean and the dishes to clean those things, the wick, so that the light can keep burning. That's a picture of our life. We need to always come to the source. We need to be willing to go through the process. And we need to know the goal is for you and I to be ready. Time will come. God's timing will come. And I pray that all of us will be ready. Will be cleansed. Will be purified. Will be a holy instrument to God. Let's pray. Father God, we know that your plan for our lives is good. You want your church to be ready. We ask you, Holy Spirit, our helper, breathe on us. Breathe on us with your word to cleanse us. Cleanse our mind. Cleanse our hearts. Cleanse our spirit. We cannot do this ourselves, Lord. But you, Holy Spirit, will help us. Will make us ready. 
so that we may stand firm to the end. That when God wants to do His will, He will find us to be a firebrand ready to be launched out. Ready to say, here am I, Lord. Send me. Thank you, Lord. Have your will. Protect your church. Help your church who are suffering right now, maybe, with a lot of sickness and diseases. Not only of physical, but maybe also mental. Help us, Lord. Set us free in Jesus' name. Be set free in Jesus' name. Let your word come and heal us. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. God bless you.